Hello everyone and welcome back to the Knowledge Group podcast where this week we're going to be taking a deep dive into the subject matter that our speakers want to cover on the ethical obligations of lawyers. The event itself is going live August 28th from 12pm Eastern Standard Time. Now panels composed of Scott Johnson, an attorney at Schutz and Brown LLP, Carol Buckner, a partner and general counsel at Procopio, Corey, Hargreaves and Savage LLP, and Richard Keo a shareholder at Hailing and KOSC. All the information that you need regarding our panellists and this webcast will be found in the description box down below. You'll also find the code PODCAST25 that will get you 25% off your first webcast registration with us. Once again, code PODCAST25 for 25% off that first webcast registration. Let's turn things over to our speakers now. Uh, my name is Richard Kao. I'm a lawyer in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I practice with the law firm of Holling & Kao. Uh, my participation in this seminar is uh, based on the expertise that I've uh, acquired, hopefully, uh, in the, about the last 40 years. Uh, I've been involved in the lawyer discipline system, um, for the most part, uh, as a defense lawyer. Um, I began as a prosecutor, but um, after about six years, uh, uh, began doing defense work. So I've been defending lawyers in law firms and uh, giving ethics advice uh, for uh, 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 over three decades. And it, my experience has been that, uh, number one, as the rules have changed over the years, they've become more um, uh, restrictive uh, on the conduct of lawyer, more on lawyers, uh, more demanding, uh, more dangerous, if you will. Um, and my, and I also believe that lawyers uh, can take certain steps to minimize the dangers that they're exposed to from these rules and the changes in the rules, and they can do that by means of um, careful uh, agreements with their clients about the means by which the services that they're going to render are to be rendered. Um, that is to say they can uh, be very explicit and um, and protect themselves against ambiguities regarding fees, regarding uh, the scope of the uh, work that they're going to do, regarding the, uh, the termination of the work, regarding uh, a reporting protocol, uh, and the like. And that can be done relatively efficiently by adopting and tailoring to particular purposes um, uh, clauses and phrases and elements of the engagement letter and perhaps the disengagement letter. Um, and so I urge lawyers uh, to, to adopt those things. I give some examples of, of, of the pitfalls and the uh, suggested means of remedying them. Um, my practice is defending lawyers and law firms here in Wisconsin, um, and so uh, I don't profess to uh, know all the nuances in other jurisdictions, some of which have rules that are not um, identical to the ones in Wisconsin, but I'm trying to tailor my remarks to the model rules, which are adopted uh, for the most part in all jurisdictions with some modifications in hopes that uh, the uh, suggestions I make and the observations I share will be of more general utility than might otherwise be true. Um, I also prepared to, if there's time, to talk a little bit about um, one of the biggest pitfalls in the practice of law here in Wisconsin, and that is the maintenance of trust accounts, um, and at least touch uh, briefly upon some of the sort of increasing dangers to which Wisconsin lawyers are exposed in that field, 
and perhaps uh, suggest means of uh, addressing and minimizing those risks. And lastly, um, although I doubt there'll be time in the amount of time that we have, um, I'm prepared to address a few remarks about what lawyers should do when they're contacted by the licensing authorities. Um, I hope that would be of some general utility without regard to the nuances in the general, in the, in the different uh, jurisdictions. So that, in a nutshell, is what I uh, hope to address, and I hope it's helpful. This is Carol Buckner, and my um, role is general counsel with the Procopio Law Firm in San Diego, California. My area of expertise is legal ethics, professional responsibility, and um, more broadly, the law of lawyering. And also, I get involved with risk management at the firm. In addition to representing the firm, I also represent other law firms and individual lawyers. And um, I do that in connection with risk management and ethics advice, but also with regard to state bar-related proceedings. Uh, for this, uh, presentation, what I'm going to be talking about uh, are several new ethics rules, and as we all know, ethics rules are always changing and evolving, which is a good thing, and there are many interesting new developments, uh, most particularly in California. Uh, effective November 1 of this year, 2018, California, for the first time in a very long time, is going to be uh, implementing new rules of professional conduct. And so in the ethics world, this is a very big development. Uh, we have many new rules. We also have uh, many changes to the California rules, and some of those are moving closer to the American Bar Association ABA model rules, which are followed in um, almost every other state other than California. So we're going to be taking a look um, in this talk at some of those new rules, at some of the changes to existing rules. And one area that's changed um, significantly is the area of conflicts of interest. And um, <clears throat> of course, conflicts of interest touches on every lawyer's practice, regardless of whether you're involved in a transactional or litigation practice or a civil or a criminal practice. So it's important to understand the um, new conflicts of interest rules in California and how they will affect your practice. Another area with, I think, some significant changes are the rules regarding how to handle legal fees. And um, again, significant changes in terms of client trust accounts and handling uh, advance fees as well as flat fees. So. Um, 
we'll cover all of this in the upcoming presentation. Now, beyond that, um, outside California, we will also talk about uh, lawyer advertising. And very recently, the American Bar Association has made some changes to the rules on lawyer advertising. So we will take a look at that, what is the purpose of those changes and how they will um, potentially be impacting lawyers on a very practical level. So, of course, it is very important to always try to stay up to date on um, all of the relevant developments in legal ethics, and we hope that through this presentation, um, we will assist everyone in um, getting a handle on the most recent changes. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this week's edition of the Knowledge Group podcast where we took a deep dive into the ethical obligations of lawyers, the upcoming event, August 28th from 12pm Eastern Standard Time. All the information that you need regarding this event and our panel will be found in the description box along with the code PODCAST25 that will get you 25% off your first webcast registration. Once again, the code you need, PODCAST25, use that at checkout for 25% off that first webcast registration and we look forward to seeing you August the 28th. Take care everyone. Bye now.